Hey guys, Jay Shear here with a review of season one of Penny Dreadful. I'm gonna go ahead and try and keep this spoiler free for you guys, um, but there may be some minor, really minor spoilers throughout this, so just content warning on the spoiler side of things. I do have a cold, as you can probably hear from my voice, so hopefully you can still understand what I'm talking about. But let's go ahead and dive into this show, let me review it for you. This is the entire season one of Penny Dreadful, which I just recently finished. Season one of Penny Dreadful is kind of all about this character, Sir Malcolm, played by Timothy Dalton, and Vanessa Ives, played by Eva Green. Um, they're basically attempting to find Mina, who is Sir Malcolm's daughter and a friend of Vanessa, who was taken. Although there's some ambiguity at first as to whom she was taken by. So she was kidnapped by somebody, and we're trying to figure out who that was and why, etc., etc. And of course, more people are drawn into this search as the story progresses, so we get to find a Wild West gunslinger from America named Ethan Chandler. He's played by Josh Hartnett, and we also have Dr. Frankenstein, played by Harry Treadway. And of course, there's a few others as well, including Frankenstein's monster, etc., etc. Really kind of a fun cast of characters for sure. So very quickly, my overall rating of the show from a quality perspective is actually a 9 out of 10. The quality of this show is extraordinarily high. Um, Great. I'll get into it further, but great sets, great acting, great writing, all that. Um, Now, whether or not I would refer the show to somebody else, a little bit lower rating in this regard. I I probably would say on a scale of 0 to 10, I would say probably about a 6. And it's mostly because the show requires you to be a fan of certain types of things. But finally, also storytelling depth. So at the Reclamation Society, you guys are you guys know we're all about diving deep into stories. Well, how well does this story kind of dive into all the areas we want to explore? Um, that's part of it. So a one on this scale would be like kiddie pool depth, right? Like really, really shallow. A five on this scale would be Mariana Trench, which is the deepest trench in the ocean. Um, deepest spot on planet Earth, basically. That's super deep. And I would say that this show is like a three and a half out of five. So again, quality rating, nine out of 10. Likelihood for me to refer to somebody else, zero to 10 is a six for me. And then um, the depth is about a three and a half out of five. So let's go into the quality. The quality, like I said, fantastic. The writing is superb. Uh, The acting is top-notch, the sets and the tone and the ambiance, all of that is first-rate and extremely well done. Um, Cons, well, so my biggest con is probably that the content is needlessly mature. Tons of mature content in the show, so much so that this is one of the reasons why I can't refer to to everybody, just because the content is pretty dicey. Um, Also, there's a little bit, and I'll dive into this deeper, but there's a little bit of an imbalance in the spiritual world building for me, which makes the story somewhat confusing at times. Um, So maybe you weren't confused. I was definitely confused at a few points. Let me tell you a little bit about the story. Um, the story progresses with aplomb throughout season one. There's twists and turns and surprises. They occur in every episode. And there's strong performances that drive the tension and the drama even when the action slows down. So the audience remains on pins and needles wondering what's going to happen next even in the simplest of scenes, which is phenomenal. Um, these characters are well drawn and possess an appropriate level of depth. Their backstories are revealed throughout Um, and those all serve to push the plot forward. Um, they don't slow anything down. Everything stays in forward motion, even when you see backstory, which is not always the case in shows. So this is excellent writing again. 
most of the characters are derived from classic literature, uh, or at least are part of a Victorian era mythology to some degree, which is really cool. Um, and that adds to the discomforted fun of the show because you're going to be uncomfortable throughout. Um, each character has a significant and important weaknesses, significant because each character's strengths have to work together in order for them to be successful. And each character's weaknesses could bring the entire thing crashing to the ground at any minute. In this regard, we're always wondering whether or not this micro community will win together or will unravel and fall apart. From a writing standpoint, this is conflict at its finest and the stakes are very high. The main issue I have with the story in season one arises out of the world building. This is a world that's deeply reliant upon spirituality, and yet I don't understand the spiritual foundation upon which this story is built. Um, I don't understand what the wind conditions are, and as an example, there's a pivotal character who's possessed, which seems straightforward enough, uh, but I found understanding how possession works in the penny dreadful world, um, and even knowing for sure the identity of the possessor, very confusing. So just a warning that that's a little bit, the spiritual foundation is a little bit strange for me. Um, I was never sure that I understood the spirituality governing possession, for example. Uh, and some pseudo explanations are provided and the ending of season one hints that there'll be more explanation provided in future seasons, but it's not enough to solve for some of my level of confusion. So that's just a, a small aside there. The audience that they're targeting for this show is predominantly probably 18 to 55 year olds with an emphasis on the 25 to 45 age crowd. Uh, people who like this show will really also like classic Victorian era horror, um, particularly all those set in London um, or the United Kingdom. It's a very much an HBO style drama. And I say that um, because HBO style dramas are usually really good. So that's actually a compliment. Um, very complex stories, characters, mature situations. Um, the negative about mature situations is that you will see things such as full frontal nudity. So warning, this is not for kids in any way, shape or form, and probably not for most adults, honestly. Uh, fans of like sort of the norm, the darker Sherlock Holmes might be a good fit for this as well. It's definitely not cheesy. It's very serious and it pulls off a serious, it does pull off the serious tone that it's trying to achieve. Um, it's almost like you're watching a really well-done, uh, character-driven, R-rated mummy, except for there's no humor. <laughs> Just so you know, it's not supposed to be funny. I shouldn't say there's no humor. There's, there's some humor, but very little. I'm not a fan of horror, uh, most especially spiritual or psychological horror. Uh, I am sort of a fan of monster movies, um, so this this show is sort of a stretch for me personally, but because of the excellent writing, the tone, and the performances, they kept me tuning in. Um, so why is the show high on the quality rating, but low on my willingness to refer? Well, basically I don't think it's appropriate. It's very gory. It's grotesque. It's bloody. It's hypersexualized. Uh, a lot of it is gratuitous. I will say that despite some of the gratuitous scenes, most of the inappropriate content, um, while I believe it's too graphic actually does serve to move the story forward. I think that this genre will turn a lot of people off. Um, it's not fun horror like Pride and Prejudice versus Zombies or Abraham Lincoln Vampire Slayer. It's not fun like that. It's true horror, um, and its roots are very dark and quite scary at times. So if I'm going to refer this show to somebody, um, I, it would be with intentionality. I'm not just going to refer to anybody. And a severe warning about the content, which to me is disappointing that it has to be so uh, over the top and gratuitous at times. 
Let's talk a little bit more about the depth of the show because at the Reclamation Society, that's what we really care about is depth in shows. I think that the depth of the show is driven by the depth of its characters, which are very in-depth and really cool to hear from. Um, Penny Dreadful explores the concept of community and how hurtful behavior within a community drives deep and poisonous rifts between the community members. Those community members are constantly destroying and building intimacy. And the way that it tackles community and the human proclivity towards destructive behavior is excellent. Um, It's definitely the strongest aspect of the story, and the storytellers handle it beautifully. It does showcase the relationship between our behavior and the spiritual realm, which is fascinating. But ultimately, it's difficult for me to ascertain why that connection exists or how it exists. What are the rules that govern that connection existing? And that's what doesn't allow me to give the show more of a four out of five or higher on the depth scale. Um, Now, granted, I've only seen this first season, so I've only seen season one. But I don't understand the spiritual foundation upon which the world has been built. I don't know what worldview governs the storyline. And therefore, that leaves me wondering how the spiritual world and the real world intertwine. Clearly, they do. But how the two impact one another remains somewhat of a mystery. For, for example, the devil in Penny Dreadful has real power. He's named the devil, which leads me to believe that the show's creators are building a world that's steeped in a Judeo-Christian perspective. And season one ends with an indication that that might be true, but the creators only flirt with that world building. It seems like there's, they're more comfortable in the occult and therefore avoid bringing the Bible or God or Christ into the equation. So this is just season one that may change, but that makes the worldview sort of confusing to understand. And they don't spend a lot of time explaining why those things are the case. I would have liked to see the principles upon which this story hangs its hat. I'd like to know for the story to be grounded in a worldview that I can know. Um, But right now it feels like we have an amalgamation of worldviews. All that may contain truth, but we're not sure which truth is actually true and which truth is just made up. So that's why I'm left intrigued, but also very confused. Um, How will the characters defeat this enemy? I don't know, because while I know the strengths and weaknesses of the characters, I don't know how they'll win or lose the battle. So basically, I hope that helps if you're thinking about watching Penny Dreadful. Again, severe content warning, um, very much mature content. Uh, for mature audiences only, but extremely high quality and a fair amount of depth, depth, and death too, actually, 